Hello, we have breaking news today. We're going to be talking about the $55 billion small business relief grant fund that is in Congress right now. We're going to clear up some misinformation for you guys to let you know what is coming with regards to more stimulus relief. We also have big news regarding the IDLE, the COVID IDLE program administered by the SBA as well as I have some really good news for those of you with student loans that are in default, okay? So this is the broadcast you want to be tuned into. So come on in, entrepreneurs, small business owners, nonprofits, tag someone, you know family, tag someone, share this uh, because they, you, we need more businesses to be able to see this video. Welcome to She Boss Talk. I am Shantae Arati, and this is your stimulus news update for April the 21st of 2022. Okay, so I have a lot to get through, uh, so I'm gonna get right to it, but I do invite, again, welcome all of uh, the new people that are joining us. Uh, feel free to drop any questions you have regarding any of these programs in the comments. Uh, I'm happy to answer as many as I can on air, and then I follow up after, uh, after the program. Uh, we have resources. So many of you all will ask about resources. So any of the information that I discuss during this broadcast is, is always in the video description. And then I come back and I also drop them in the comments. Uh, so you have access to the information. Okay. So let's start out with the biggest news. Um, and it's all the news around social media and people are contacting me uh, about it uh, and with misinformation about what people are telling them about this $55 billion bill uh, that is in Congress right now. So the bill passed the House. So it's a it passed nine, uh, bipartisan bill passed the House and is now in the Senate. So it has to go to the Senate first and then the Senate has to pass it, okay? And then it goes to the president's desk in which at the time it reached the president's desk, he signs it, then it becomes law. So right now it's in the Senate. We're still waiting to find out what, if anything, the Senate is going to do uh, about this bill. Now they have their own version, okay? So they actually, now this bill that was in the house, it is HR 3807. And then the Senate introduced a bill S2675, which is the Continuing Emergency Support for Restaurants Act, okay? And so they're little, they're different. Uh, both are inclusive of restaurants. So again, if you know a restaurant owner, tag them in this video, tag their business in this video, because they definitely want to um, know what's happening regarding uh, all of these bills because they're at the top of the line. Uh, many advocates continue to push uh, for Congress to pass a bill to bring more relief to restaurants, which we have lost thousands over the course of the COVID-19 pandemic. So uh, when we talk about the $55, the $55 billion uh, fund, a big portion of that will go to restaurant, food industry, food truck uh, type of businesses, bars, uh, those type of businesses to uh, compensate them or to provide them with the grant funds that they should have received under the restaurant revitalization fund program uh, that was underfunded. So we had, I think, over 300,000 restaurant owners apply for the program, qualify for the program, but they didn't get it because 
almost as quickly as that grant program opened, it closed because they ran out of money that quickly. And they the program was never properly funded. Okay. So many of my peers out there, I see some of you are out there, you're you've been waiting. Uh, and many of them actually got approved and then had those approvals rescinded. Okay. So that that has been very devastating. But the good news is, is that again, remember advocates continue to push to work on our behalf uh, to get Congress to pass these laws. It has to be passed first. So we, I will continue to keep you updated. Now, out of that 55 billion, there is 13 billion that is allocated for other small businesses that are considered hard hit, okay? Those include gyms, event venues, theaters, transportation contractors, and sports teams. Now, will more be included? Could it be less? Could it be more? It, it, those things have a, can change once it gets into the Senate because the Senate may say, okay, we like it as it is, or they may say, you know what? We think it, this should look a little bit different. We may want to add something over here, add a business category uh, over here, you know, add some more to the amount, or we maybe we don't think it should be 55 billion. Maybe we think it should be 48 billion, which is what they actually offered in their bill uh, for the restaurant act but again there the house is the, the bill that the house passed is actually including even more businesses that were hard hit now i know some of you all that are out there that are self-employed or your solopreneurs or one man one man one woman uh shows right you don't have employees and you're asking about what you know what other relief is out there uh for us we continue to push but what this is what i would say if you are not included in the category of small business for this next relief package, understand that this is one. This is not all of them, right? So again, we continue to push and advocate for additional stimulus relief that everyone knows that is needed. Uh, it's also really important for you to take action on your own behalf. You have to advocate for yourself and advocate for other business owners. That is how uh, the many programs have changed. Many other programs have been added because of the small business community continues to use their power and their voice. And yes, it takes time longer than most of us uh, would want, but progress is being progress is being made. So when I say advocate for yourself, I mean, you should be talking to your councilmen and women. You should be talking to your mayors. You should be talking to your state governor. You should be talking to uh, your uh, congressmen and women that represent your state. You should be flooding their phone lines. You should be emailing them and writing them, letting them know, hey, look, I'm a small business owner. I need relief. Like, uh, right? What we need a relief package. Let them know your stories that you all share with me of, you know, how you've been impacted. Those stories don't sit on deaf ears they continue to push and push and push contact your associations every business industry category has and has a association or organization that advocates on their behalf the industry the restaurant industry has an association for restaurants accounting businesses have an a, association for accountants self-employed you have an association for uh, for self-employed connect with these agencies contact them get involved get connected and let them know hey 
can you speak on our behalf? What can be done to get make sure that we get additional relief? We can't just expect to just sit back and just things are just going to happen uh, without us taking some type of proactive uh, measures uh, and action. It just does not work that way. Uh, leverage your connections that you have, your connections to other community leaders and business leaders. Continue to push the message. So then they, those people that have a seat at the table can then be the voice for you and I at those tables, okay? And get more relief uh, out here to us. So again, this is the $55 billion small business relief uh, bill that passed the House. It is in the Senate. It is not PPP. It is not idle. PPP right now, there's no, it is not anticipated to come back. There is no word. Uh, unfortunately, people are saying that it is. They're using the bill to try to, you know, trick people or fraud people into thinking that there is a grant program and it's out right now. It is not out. It has not passed. It is not signed into law yet. Uh, it is not PPP and idle is not being extended as of right now, at least not under this particular bill. So if anyone told you that it is false, okay, can't, li can't listen to everything that people say out here. Um, but there have been a number of bills introduced, whether they get movement or not is a different thing. And some that were introduced in 2021 are, are, I'm sure, still under discussion to see how they can get more money on the table. And this bill, they actually wanted it to include it in the larger funding bill, uh, but they did not. That did not happen. They couldn't make it, but there was a push to make it happen. So guess what? It didn't get in that larger funding package. But did they give up? They did not. So should you shouldn't either right? They didn't give up. They said, okay, we didn't get it in there, but we're going to push another bill to get this passed. And they did it. So again, it's, it's, a, it's a process. Uh, but more relief is coming for those that I already stated, uh, especially those that are in the food industries. Um, I'm hopeful that, that they will pass it. But right now it's up to the Senate. They need a 60 uh, Senate vote in order for it to pass. So I will continue to keep you all updated on that. Want to real quickly um, mention uh, Idle. I had mentioned before that it's coming to a close, right? So I mentioned that the SBA uh, put out an email as, as stating to that fact. Uh, so they have not issued a formal press release, uh, but they it is coming to a close uh, soon. Uh, and so by, probably by the end of this month, if not sooner, uh, I told you maybe a few months back, they were still had around $100 billion in the pot. Uh, that has dwindled all the way down to around $6 billion. So that's a lot. That tells you that there are so many applicants still in the pipeline. So although the program closed, okay, at the end of 2021, there, have, there are thousands of small business owners, entrepreneurs, and nonprofits that are in the pipeline uh, waiting to get uh, either their idle grant or their idle loan or uh, under get it uh, uh, um, the denials uh, uh, under appeal approved, or they're uh, requesting extent, uh, a request for modification for a increase. And so someone just uh, asked me today or yesterday, uh, about is it too late? Okay, so they just got funds. Is it too late to submit a request? 
if if the SBA has not officially told you it's too late, go ahead and shoot your shot. But what I'm going to tell you is chances are slim at this point. Because consider that all of these uh, businesses that are already in the pipeline, there's only $6 billion left. And that sounds like a lot. But when you think about all the businesses and how much they're requesting, uh, it, it gets eaten up really quickly. Now, what I will be looking for is to see if they do an extension, uh, not reopening the program, but extending uh, the budget to allow for those that are currently in the pipeline. Um, they should have did that for PPP, but they didn't, and they may not. Uh, and that in that case, they will most likely is begin issuing you letters just saying, you know, thank you so much, you've been approved, but we are out of funding. Um, so I hope that doesn't that doesn't happen. Okay, but again, I, we we don't know. Uh, but the bottom line is is that I said it before: you have to be proactive and move quickly. You can't be hesitating and delaying on these types of things because I before they said that you had the opportunity to request an increase for two years down the road or until funding runs out. So which came sooner? The two years? No. Okay. So we're not yet, we're close to the middle of 2022 and they're about to close the program. Uh, it went that quickly. It's been a really a popular program, uh, you know, for a lot of business owners. Uh, but for those that are maybe still stuck in the process, uh, looking for idle, you've been waiting a long time. I want to let you know, like, there are other opportunities. There are other resources. This is not the only program. I know it's a great program, but I don't want you to hold up your business because you're not pursuing other other opportunities. There's other loans, even. Uh, in from the SBA, the SBA has other types of loans like 7A loans and uh, 504 loans and micro loans that are that are available that you may be able to pursue for your business. Uh, we help with loans. We provide uh, loans. We help uh, business owners get access to loan opportunities, lines of credit. Use these things as tools to move your business forward. Okay. So I know it's not a 30 year, you know, loan and deferred and all of that. I know that, but you can't just, you don't even have access to that because you've still been waiting for months and months, or if not a year for some of you all, uh, some of you will, will never get it. Like will never be approved. Like, especially if you don't meet the, uh, if you don't meet the credit requirements, right? Because they're credit requirements for this program. If you have, if you're not able to meet that, you won't qualify for the program. Some of you all have been funded, you requested increases, uh, but you've gotten your max. So once you get your max, then you need to look at what are other solutions that are out there that I can leverage. And then also you wanna make sure that the monies, whatever monies you're getting, whether they're grants or loans, how are you using them to make more money for yourself, for your business, right? Are you using the funds properly? I mean, that's a big question because you can do a lot with the with the little. You can make it stretch. I mean, depending on the industry, uh, and really make your money work for you. That's what that's what we need to be doing. So if you got a ten thousand dollar grant, my question is to you: Where what is it doing for you? Just sitting in your account? I mean, have you put it to work? Have you invested in new tools or equipment that you need? A new a consultant or a coach? or new marketing strategies for your business, these things should be invested in things that are gonna make you more money, that are gonna get you more clients. 
into your business. So I'm hopeful that you all are doing that. And if you haven't, I encourage you all to do that. But these are opportunities that are uh, out there as well. Uh, also, I would encourage you to check with your state. I know here in Ohio, there's one, I, I it came out and I know it's for me. It is a loan, it's not a grant. So you know, I'm like the grant, I become the grant expert and I go after grants. But I already know for what I'm planning is not going to be enough. So this program came at the right time. I'm just work, working, planning uh, to take advantage of that loan program. So there are state uh, run or and funded programs that may be available for you in your local area. Please, please look into that because Ohio is not the only one. I've seen several states like this uh, not only have loans, but grants, tax credits, uh, and the like. Uh, in many states, several, several states that oftentimes continue to go overlooked, they're right there in your community and you don't even know it. So um, Idle is great, it's about to close, don't know if it's coming back, um, but we, at this point, seek out other opportunities, other options for you and your business. And if you get it, great. But I wouldn't keep waiting. I would be seeking out other alternatives. I mean, even when I was waiting on my idol, my idol grant that took over a year and a half, a year and a half, I always knew I would get it. I kept fighting for it, but I didn't just stay stuck and just stay and wait without pursuing other opportunities. I kept pursuing other opportunities and getting those so that I can move my business forward. So I encourage you all again to do the same thing. Uh, this is very important. So before I get to the PPP, I just want to talk about this program really quickly. Let me know in the comments if you uh, have a student loan, okay? And if you are in student loan uh, default, this is news for you. I've been like trying to get this information out to as many people uh, as possible. So we know that the student loan moratorium is going to be coming to an end at the end of August, August 31st of 2022, unless they extend it. What you may not know is when they extended it, they put a, a provision in there for a fresh start program. Now, the great thing about this program is that they're already starting initiating the process before the moratorium ends and it's automatic. What is this going to do? It's going to give you a fresh start on your defaults meaning you're going to be taken out of default. That is going to help your credit. They're going to do it automatically. There's nothing you have to do. You don't need to send anything anywhere. You don't need to apply for anything. It's going to be automatic. And that is going to give you an opportunity to have a fresh start and sign up, get into one of these uh, income-based programs or or to get your, uh, your forgiveness, your public uh, public worker forgiveness or whatever program you want to pursue uh, they're going to be that's going to be able to help you do that now this is going to impact 7.5 million student loan bars you're going to be out of default so what does default means like so we know when you're late on payments once you're late at least 270 days you go into default and that's not anywhere you want to be. And some of you all, that's your only issue is the, the fact that you you are unable to pay your student loans. That's your only credit issue. So um, just imagine what this is going to do to give your credit 
a boost to be and, and that's what you want because so many struggle with credit issues and being locked out of opportunities because your credit is not at a level where you can get access to those uh, additional opportunities. So again, student loan default refresh uh, is already in the works. They're already planning it. And so the Department of Education said that it will implement the Fresh Start program during the extension when student loan payments restart these impacted student loan borrowers will be able to enter student loan repayment and the normal course. Isn't that amazing? So for all of you all with the student loans, again, they're doing it pro progressively, right? So, and then student loan forgiveness and cancellation is not off the table. They have already, the administration has already forgiven billions of dollars in student loans. If you're one of those student loan borrowers, let us know in the comments. We wanna definitely congratulate you. Uh, they've made, they've removed a lot of the red tape for some of these forgiveness programs that many of you all were stuck in. I mean, they've done that, making it easier, waiving a lot of the requirements that are were uh, re that were um, that you had to meet. So if if you meet any of the requirements of the forgiveness programs, I would highly recommend that you pursue those. Um, I know many of my peers that have already begun to do that, but now is the time uh, to be able to do that if you have a chance to get your student loan uh, forgiven. So that, that is the student loan moratorium and restart start fresh program. So again, tag your people, share this with them. You know people with student loans, you know people in default. Um, they probably talking to you about it all the time because it's very burdensome and stressful on people, um, even without COVID. So we, we need these uh, student loans to be gone, bye-bye, okay? So I also want to talk about uh, really quickly Again, some of the federal programs that are still available. Okay, so we know many of them have already closed. We're expecting one that may come on board, the $55 billion one. But don't forget the ones that are still there. Many of you all don't know about them. Okay, so the employee retention tax credit, can't say this enough. I've done several videos on this program. So if you or someone you know has a business for profit or nonprofit, and they have W-2 employees. They had W-2 employees in 2020 or 2021. They may qualify for this program uh, if they were impacted by COVID-19 government shutdown orders. Okay? So whether or not they had a revenue loss, they could have had a revenue loss, they could have had a partial or full shutdown, they could have had disruption due to supply chain issues, right? So they have an opportunity, you have an opportunity to get up to $26,000 per employee. And this is significant because so many of you all keep coming to me saying that what, where do I get relief? Where's some additional funding coming from? Where is it? And you don't know that this is available because no one is telling you. So this is kind of like, uh the the secret right this is the program another program under the cares act that was launched at the same time as ppp and idle okay it's just not as well known and it's very complex to get that's probably why many of you all even though you work 
you know, with accountants and payroll specialists and bookkeepers, they have not maybe told you about it, or maybe they told you you didn't qualify or only because uh, you didn't have a revenue loss when that is not the only way that you can qualify. Or maybe they told you back when you couldn't qualify because you had you got PPP. Well, the rules change. And you can get this credit and PPP every day, every day. I'm helping business owners get approved for this payroll credit. It is not an income tax credit. This is a payroll tax credit, refundable tax credit that is due back to you. It's like the the, the, the IRS, this, the IRS, the Treasury Department is the one that oversees this program right? So our partners work very closely with the IRS to ensure you get the maximum credit, everything is in compliance, and this is what is due back to you. They owe you this money, but you have to be able to claim it. That's the thing. And so we take, we're doing the heavy lifting for you because of its complexities. Many of you are like, I just don't know what to do. I don't know what, I don't, I'm just, I'm, I don't know right? Or people just not ha haven't told you. So I'm here to support you through the process. Again, I've done step-by-step -step videos uh, on the program, but please, I I'm, I'm encouraging you to please share this information with business owners. You know, there are so many still struggling right now, right? So all types of businesses, uh, it, it really does not matter if they have 500 employees or less, and they were impacted in one of the three ways by the COVID-19, they most likely will qualify. I can't tell them if they do or not, but what I can say is that take the survey. It's in the, it's in the show notes. Take five to 10 minutes to see if you qualify for it. Even if someone you work with or close to you told you that you didn't qualify because they probably have not kept up with all of the rules and regulations, which I'm sure they may have missed some things, right? They may not, because people are busy, they have clients, it's tax season, they have things going on. But I would encourage you to take a second look, go through the survey, even accountants and payroll people, take a second, take a second look, walk them through the survey to see if they qualify for this credit. And just to give an example, some of the ones that I mentioned for the for the bill that's right now uh, in the Senate, those hard hit uh, gyms and restaurants and event centers that have that employ people, right? Those medical offices and dental offices that have partial or full shutdowns, right? Uh, those that had supply chain issues, trucking companies. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. Daycares. Daycares. I've helped so many daycares, so many home health uh, agencies. So if you're a home health agency, you have a nursing home, you know, message us, send me an email. I'm happy to help you uh, see if you qualify and to get your credit. That is going to be a huge financial lifeline for your business. You can email me at hello at shebosstalk.com and I will make sure that you are taken care of. Because this is, you do not want to leave money on the table and forfeit the, the monies that are owed to you. These monies are owed to you and you don't know it. I can tell you that 99, no, 100% of every business that I help, they did not even know about this program before they came across my videos at all. No one told them. 
that this was even an, an option. So imagine their surprise to find out that they qualified for 10,000 or 25,000 or 50,000 or a quarter of a million dollars, just depending on your business, because this is huge. You're talking about the average credit is $262,000, right? And so that's for a business that has 10 employees. That's huge. Imagine what that can do for a business. It can change everything for that business. So that's why I, we appreciate so much you all sharing our videos and our information that we share here. Uh, because And we, we can't do it enough. As large as our audience is, we can't reach everybody. So, you know, you where you are in your local community, in your city, right, your county, your state, uh, talk to people. If you know a chamber, if you're a chamber a leader or chamber organization or community development organization, let's partner together to help businesses get access to this credit. Reach out to me. I would love to talk to you, work with you, present uh, to your uh, constituents on how to get this credit. Okay. They're going to be thanking you for years to come because you cared enough to share this information with them and possibly save their business. Okay. So I know a lot of businesses doing great and I know still know a whole lot that aren't doing so great. And they're still trying to figure out how I'm going to get, how I'm going to do it. How are we going to survive? Right. With inflation call inflation up, food costs up, supply chain issues still happening. I mean, gas prices sky high. The, all of these factors impact the business and their bottom line. So again, this opportunity is, is still available for them. And I'm looking so forward every single day to every day that I get a new one that says that a new business is approved, how much they're approved for, uh, and that they get to have their claim filed. Uh, now this is, you have to have delayed gratification because this will be a Christmas bonus for you. So anticipate is taking the IRS. We already know their backlog. So it's taking about eight months or so for you to actually get your funds. But that's something you have to look forward to at the end of the year that you didn't even know you were, you were entitled to or could possibly get. Okay. Likewise, there is the child care provider stabilization grant. Uh, so get these grants, child care providers, home care and brick and mortar. Uh, that these programs are out there. They're at your state level. Child and Family Services Department is where you want to go to get access to these funds. Um, and I believe each of the ones, the states are a little bit different, but I believe each each state, but you get like two grants. Like there's like a one-time grant and then there's another, and then there's another grant. But definitely check with your state uh, on that, but don't miss out on those opportunities. I know a lot of states are still have their programs or extended it added additional funding to these programs, but they know that child care services has been hard hit as well. Um, and so that is a program designated to them. It's not administered by the SBA at all. It is under DHS and Ch Child and Family Services. So go and get access to those opportunities. Um, I want to mention PPP forgiveness. Uh, that is also coming to it. We expect that, that the forgiveness process will be coming to a close as well that I reported before. Just I know about 96% of 22 lo 2022 loans have been forgiven. Uh, so that's near 100%. Uh, there's still quite a few outstanding for 2021. 
So you want to make sure that you get your forgiveness applications uh, in uh, to your lender or the SBA if your lender has opted into the SBA portal. Uh, and the SBA's portal, the direct uh, forgiveness portal, is has been amazing. Haven't heard any complaints about it. It has been a super quick process. Uh, but know now that you know so many have been forgiven. Now they're starting with the PPP audits. Okay, so this is something that you should anticipate. You you may or may not get audited, but just anticipate at some point that you may. So just make sure that you have all your documentation uh, in order. Uh, if they you know ask you uh, if they come you know for an audit, right? Uh, I know that they're starting with the larger companies that got, you know, the higher dollars amount in the millions of dollars, but eventually they'll be going down to the, the, the smaller companies to do audits as well. So as they uh, continue to provide information on that, I will let you know. If for some reason you didn't get forgiveness or you got only partial forgiveness, please make sure that you are monitoring for that. And as soon as you get that, notification if you feel that they are incorrect and you can justify how they're incorrect i would highly encourage you to submit an appeal and timely you only have 30 days and so we have tons of videos on uh the ppp forgiveness process and we have videos on uh the appeal process as well so you can definitely check that out either on our youtube channel or our facebook page um, just a reminder for the um, the states, there are so many that we can't list off. I know that we have a grant tracker that we update on a weekly basis. Uh, and there are so many grants, we can't even add them all to our grant tracker. So I would highly encourage you. It's free. It's a free tool. It's on our website. It's in the description and in the show notes uh, to just save it, bookmark it. And use that to start finding your grants. That's probably one of the hardest things that people tell me is where do I find grants? Start there, but don't end there, right? Uh, and then we give you tips on where to search for grants uh, in your local areas. It's really a matter of getting connected. Because some of these things is not highly publicized at all. And you really have to be connected to know that these things are, are happening. So we tell you where to go look, right? What organizations, associations uh, are giving uh, possibly giving out grants or connected to companies or organizations that are giving out uh, grants and or ha they have tax credits and the like. But you can simply start with your government offices. How many of you all have been in touch with, talk to anyone in your government office? Do you even know that they have a business agency or business department? Okay, that's where you want to start. So, so many of these states, I mean, California, New York, New Jersey, Massachusetts, Michigan, Illinois uh, are just some of them. I, I just saw one in Ohio in uh, Franklin County. They have a lot of them in, in Columbus, Ohio. So we had big state grants. They haven't launched another one yet, but counties in Ohio have grant programs, right? So I tell you, they're at every level. They may be at every level. And even if you don't have a main COVID, state run grant there's grants in your there's grants in your state uh that you can find really start getting connected to uh to community leaders business leaders associations and organizations where you live uh they will know what's happening they should know and if one person don't know don't stop there and say oh i just talked to one person they didn't know anything well you got to talk to somebody else how many times have you talked to a bill collector and nobody knew anything the first person you talked to did you stop there no you didn't 
You kept going until you got your bill resolved. So you have to do the same thing when it comes to opportunities for your small business. I mean, there are programs like internships, like we just had one through our Black Chamber, and they, they do this regularly, but they offered us interns for free to put them on payroll, to have a support for us. So we're helping teach them, develop them as interns, and they're helping us move our business forward. And by the way, they're going to pay for it, right? So some, some of you all have missions. You're working with uh, ex-felons and the like, or veterans, right, or homeless or seniors. Do you know that there's money available that will pay for that, right? Either through reimbursements, tax credits, or grants, because they want us, the small business owners, to hire more disenfranchised uh, individuals. And if you're willing to do that, you can get money to, to be able to do it. I mean, it's, it's huge. So if you missed the last grant video that I did, go definitely go check that out. If you missed the last interview that I did with Dr. Moore, she's a nonprofit uh, expert for all you nonprofits out there. And for-profits can really benefit from that video, from that video as well. It's really showing you how to get properly started in your nonprofit, but in your business period, and how to set your up to, yourself up to be able to get access to funding opportunities that are out here. And there's a lot that are out here. So even if you just went to those videos and took action on those, you would get results. Okay, but know that it takes time. Don't expect things to just happen overnight, even with grants. Nothing is overnight. Grants take time. They're competitive. Uh, and shout out to Precious the Killer Pitchmaster Williams, who was one of the winners of the Women of the Fearless Fund Women of Color uh, grant program. I mean, congratulations to her. Uh, you know, we're killing it out here. Many of us are going, going, starting now to go after these opportunities where at the beginning, some of y'all were just disqualifying yourself. You weren't even putting your hand in the ring. Now you're taking massive action to get to, for opportunities. They're everywhere. So if there's an accelerator program and an incubator program, go get it. If, you, if it's going to help you move your business forward, do it. And that's what a lot of these programs are there for, is to help you accelerate your business success. And many of them are, are going to give you money, or they're going to give you uh, equipment, or they're going to give you marketing, uh, advertising, uh, dollars, or credits, or whatever it is, whatever it is. Take advantage of every opportunity possible so that you can move your business forward. There's no reason to stay stagnant, right? We, we know how to do bootstrapping. That's what we do, right? But you can, you can leverage other opportunities out here to, to move your business forward. You can definitely do it. I don't care what industry you're on. You're in, even if you have a brick and mortar business, find out how to uh, make multiple streams of income with that business uh, and take it online. Uh, there's so many ways that you can do that. So even if there's one part of your business that's maybe struggling or la lacking, Everybody has those seasons of ups and downs, everybody, but you need another passive stream. You need another stream of income that's coming into your business to make up for that deficit always. And then as, as many streams as you can get, then you're never in the deficit. You're, you're way ahead. So let's strategize. Let's figure that out. And if you need help with that, book a strategy call with me. I'm happy to to help you figure it all out. Cause sometimes we just need someone to help us figure it out, even me. So I go to mentors and I go to coaches because it, it's a lot that weighs on me. I, I have a lot of decisions that I have to make. I know you all can 
you can, you know, feel me on that. Uh, and so I don't know everything. And it's just me like digging in. And sometimes I need a new, fresh perspective. And then I'm like, oh, my God, I didn't think about that. We all need that in our lives. So there are opportunities free and pay. Again, just go after them. Continue to apply for all these grants. Continue to come share with us when you win. Uh, we share those on our Facebook page all the time. Uh, our peers that are finalists uh, that win grants because we we want to celebrate you. And then we also want to let other people know that it, if we can do it, if it's possible for us, it's possible for all of you all out there. I don't care what industry you're in, what type of business, if you're male, female, black, white, if you haven't started your business yet and it's just an idea or you've been in business 20 years, it really doesn't matter. There's opportunities and let's continue to work together, to push together, advocate for each other so that we can get access to more opportunities for small business because we are the economy. It, the economy cannot grow. It cannot be strong without small business. And so we need small business not only to survive, we need us to thrive. So let's work together to make that happen. As always, continue to be the boss with Amplify Impact. Continue to stay safe and in good health. Have a wonderful day.